I've got one bold prediction for all 32 teams coming your way today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills, and normally I'm joined by Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins, but he's off today. But we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league in the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode of Locked On NFL Scouting is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for the parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, folks, this should be fun. If you listened yesterday to Kyle Krabs, you know exactly what's going to happen today. And Kyle kicked off a series for us, a little small series, where individually we are going to give you one bold prediction for every single NFL team. Kyle gave you his yesterday. I'm giving you mine today. I have no idea what he said. He has no idea what I'm going to say. And we're going to take these predictions talk about them together, and see what type of wagers we want to make, some friendly wagers between each other on this show. And if you've been listening to us for a number of years, you know that we like to have a few bets per year. And so this should set a good foundation for Kyle and I to come up with some fun bets. And so I've got one bold prediction for you, for every team. I try to be very creative with a lot of these and give you some variety. I try to be pretty aggressive. And so hopefully you can have some fun here as I – give you some hot takes about each team for the 2023 NFL season. And one thing that's going to be pretty challenging is uh, keeping this on schedule because there's a lot of teams. There's 32 of them. We're supposed to keep these episodes around 30 minutes. And so I'll try to get this going as quickly as possible and uh, keep the line moving. So let's do it. Let's start the first team. I'm going in alphabetical order by city. So that means the Arizona Cardinals are up first. And my prediction uh, that they earned the number one pick in the 2024 NFL draft. Just don't feel good about what this team is right now. New coaching staff, a very inexperienced coaching staff. Your franchise quarterback is rehabbing an ACL tear. I think your remainder of team is bottom three in the NFL in terms of roster. I don't see this going well. I think the Arizona Cardinals will own the number one pick next draft. For the Atlanta Falcons, I am predicting at least a 10-spot jump up in total defense. They were number 27 in 2022. I think they get to at least number 17. This team has really invested on the defensive side of the football, both in the form of young talent through recent drafts, but also some really intriguing free agent additions, whether it's Calais Campbell or Jesse Bates, they brought in Jeff Akuda with the trade. There's a lot of new pieces to this defense. There's good experience. There's good young players. I think they're going to have a big jump when it comes to their defensive output. So at least 17th in the league in total defense. 
For the Baltimore Ravens, I am predicting a career high for Lamar Jackson in passing yards. And his current career high is 3,127. So I'm predicting more than that. And a big part of this for Lamar is going to be staying healthy. And obviously, I'm counting on that for this prediction to become true. But also, I'm excited for what he has at his disposal. I think their weaponry is as good as it's been since he's been their quarterback. You've got Todd Munkin now calling this offense, coordinating this offense. We expect to see a different-looking passing offense, and it should unlock more of Lamar Jackson. And so I think he's going to have a career high in passing yards in 2023. For the Buffalo Bills, I am predicting for Stefan Diggs to break the franchise single-season receiving touchdown record. He tied it last year with 11. I think he gets at least 12 this year, and the current leader uh, for single-season receiving touchdowns is Bill Brooks at 11 in 1995. So it's not Andre Reid, it's not James Lofton, it's not Eric Moulds, it's not Lee Evans, it's not Stevie Johnson, it's Bill Brooks, 11. And then, of course, Stefan Diggs tied it last year. I think he gets at least 12 this year. Uh, Diggs is on a mission. I've watched him for the last couple of days here in Buffalo. That's where I'm at right now. So, you know, this isn't my normal setup. I'm in Western New York, courtesy of my Aunt Karen. I'm in her uh, her kitchen right now recording this podcast. And so um, I think Diggs is on a mission this year. I think he gets at least 12 touchdown catches. For the Carolina Panthers, I am predicting a new career high in receptions for Running back Miles Sanders. Uh, Miles Sanders' career high currently is 50. He had 50 catches in 2019. I think he'll get at least 51 for the Carolina Panthers this year. And obviously, they're going to feed him the football. They gave him a pretty decent deal to come and be their feature back. There's not a lot of competition behind him. I mean, Chuba Hubbard's the backup. Uh, Not much after him. And a rookie quarterback in Bryce Young, I think he's going to really lean on Miles Sanders to catch the football for him, be that safety blanket and get the ball out of his hands quickly at at times. And of course the screen game, I think you see at least 51 catches from Miles Sanders this year, a new career, career high for him. Chicago bears, Justin Fields. My prediction is going to be about him. I think he averages, this feels like a bold one. He averages 200 passing yards per game. And that's a big jump. He averaged 149 and a half last year, which was down from 155.8 in 2021. But this is a big year for Justin Fields, year three, year two with Luke Getze. He's got DJ Moore. He's got a healthy um, Emmanuel Mooney. He's got a a handsomely paid tight end now in Cole Komet. Upgrades to the offensive line. I always say Emmanuel Mooney. I know it's Darnell Mooney. So for those of you that were yelling at me and for the pronunciation police that were about to arrest me, I'm sorry, it's Darnell Mooney. But I feel really good about or as good as I can about the the Bears on offense. I feel terrible about their defensive line, but I think Fields can average 200 passing yards per game, and that would give him, I think, like 3,400 for the season, passing yards, which would be more than Lamar Jackson has ever gotten by 300 yards. Cincinnati Bengals. I predict that Zach Taylor coordinates the most prolific rushing offense of his career. He's had five seasons as an NFL head coach or offensive coordinator. He's never finished higher than 23rd in rushing yards. Sign me up for 22nd or higher in 2023 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Cleveland Browns. I am predicting a career high in sacks for Miles Garrett. 17 sacks this year at least for Miles Garrett. He'd ha- he's had 16 in each of the last two seasons. I think he tops that. 
And there's three reasons why. Jim Schwartz, Zadarius Smith, and Agbo Ankaronquo. Jim Schwartz getting him in some of those wide nine alignments and sending him at the pack pocket is going to be an absolute nightmare for opponents. And I think he's going to rack up sacks. But then I, I think he's supported better than he ever has been on this defensive line collectively with the additions of Zadarius Smith and Agbo Ankaronquo this offseason. And so I think Jim Schwartz and the improved supporting cast is going to unlock even more from Miles Garrett in terms of sack production. For the Dallas Cowboys, I predict that Mozzie Smith has at least three times the amount of sacks he had during his entire college career at Michigan as a rookie. And he only had a half a sack, a half a sack for his entire career at Michigan. And I think he gets at least three times that in 2023. So at least one and a half sacks for Mozzie Smith as a rookie. And for the Denver Broncos, I have at least 700 yards from scrimmage from Samaji Pirine. And I think this is a very underrated signing. It might be my favorite move that they made this offseason. And I know that you should be more excited about adding Mike McGlinchey or, and Ben Powers and Zach Allen, right? Those are good players to add to your football team. But when you consider the value component, I think Pirine's really going to matter. I like him with Sean Payton. I like him as a complimentary piece to Javante Williams. I like Sean Payton's ability to get multiple backs going. And Samaje Pirine really showed us a lot last year with the Cincinnati Bengals as a receiver, as a blocker, as a runner. I think he's going to be involved in this offense and sign me up for at least 700 yards. All right, folks. Got more to get to here, but first need to tell you about Underdog. August is here, and you know what that means. The official start of Fantasy Football Drafting Month. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. Underdog sets your best lineup every week, and you can try it with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament. Check this out. It's the largest fantasy football contest of all time, and it's back, and it's even bigger with fifth. $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Last year, the winner actually drafted their team in July. So don't wait around. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with promo code locked on to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code locked on. All right, folks, we've got a bunch more to get to. We've only done 10 teams. we got 22 left to go. I'm not a math guy, but I think that checks out. So let's keep it moving. The next one here comes from the Detroit Lions. My prediction for them is about Aiden Hutchinson. I predict that he logs the eighth 12-plus sack season in Detroit Lions history. Nine and a half sacks for Aiden Hutchinson as a rookie. I think he has even more as a sophomore. So give me at least 12 plus for Aiden Hutchinson. And that'll be the eighth time in lions history. That happens green Bay Packers. I think this football team is going to run the ball. And so sign me up for a top eight rushing offense from the Packers in terms of total rushing yards. They were 18th in 2021. They're 15th in 2022. I think with Jordan love being the quarterback, 
you're going to want to lean more into the rushing offense with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, but also Jordan Love's a very athletic quarterback, and he's going to add to this total. They might even be top five, but I'll, I'll go a little bit safe and go with top eight, which is still the top 25% of the league. Houston Texans, I predict that they have the most wins in a season than they've had since 2019. And so they had three wins in 2020, four in 2021, four in 2022. I think they get at least five this year. In year one, under D'Amico Ryans, I just finally think this team has somewhat of an identity. They're building a core nucleus roster. I think we've said for like two or three years in a row that the Houston Texans felt like an expansion team. I finally don't feel like that. I think this starts to come together a little bit, and I think they win at least five football games their most since 2019. Indianapolis Colts, I'm predicting 1,100 yards or more from Michael Pittman. That'll be a career high from him, the wide receiver. He had uh, 1,082 in 2021, which was his most productive year. I think he tops that, despite Anthony Richardson slash Gardner Minshew being the quarterback, despite questions with the offensive line, despite massive questions with running back. Michael Pittman is the most consistent thing about this offense. I think he gets at least 1,100 yards, and it's a contract year for Michael Pittman. And so if they don't get a deal done before the season, he's going to be real motivated. And I think he's the kind of guy that's going to be motivated no matter what. So 1,100 yards at least for Michael Pittman, despite a very unknown quarterback situation. Jacksonville Jaguars. I predict that the I predict that Trevor Lawrence sets the single season franchise record for passing yards, which is currently 4428. Mr. Blake Bortles did that in 2015. That's that's the guy. They've only had 3 4000 yard passing seasons in franchise history. And there was one each for Mark Brunel, Blake Bortles, and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence did it last year. I think he breaks the single-season franchise record for passing this year. Obviously, year two in the system with Doug Peterson. It's uh, year three of his career. He's got more receiving talent than he's ever had. Second year with Ingram and Zay Jones, which I think will be important, Christian Kirk as well. And, of course, his you know first year with Calvin Ridley. A little bit more in the tight end room. I think he's going to pass for a lot of yards, the most ever in Jaguars history this year. For the Kansas City Chiefs, I predict that Isaiah Pacheco delivers the first 1,000-yard rushing season for the Chiefs since Kareem Hunt did it in 2017. They've not had a 1,000-yard rusher since 2017. I think Isaiah Pacheco delivers that. For the Las Vegas Raiders, I predict that Josh McDaniels does not finish the year as the head coach. I don't know how you could look at this roster and feel good about what they have entering the league or entering the year, especially in a, in the AFC West. I think they're clearly the fourth best team. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. That doesn't excite me. Uh, we have no idea if Hunter Renfro is going to really be part of this mix. You've seen them trade away players, right? To, that, that could help them. Uh, I just don't like the way this team is constructed. I, I, especially within the context of the conference and the division. Um, they won six games last year. It was a it was a drop off, right? For whatever you wanted to criticize Mike Mayock and John Gruden, it went from uh, a two win team to a, a ten win team in, in a short period of time, and then they regressed. And I don't think that on paper this roster is any better. I have massive concerns about it, and and I just don't have a lot of faith in Josh McDaniels either as a head coach. So I think he doesn't get out of the season as the coach. 
Los Angeles Chargers. I predict that this will be the uh, best scoring offense in the history of the franchise. I think they score the most points in a single season in franchise history. Currently, that number is 492, uh, which happened back in 2006. I think they get at least 493 points this year. Justin Herbert, big-time contract, obviously. They've added to the weaponry. they got a healthy offensive line with a ton of talent. Kellen Moore takes over the coordination of this offense. Points are coming. And an aggressive coach in Brandon Staley as well. There's going to, there's going to be scoring. They, they're probably going to top 500 points this year. Los Angeles Rams. I predict that they're bottom five in the NFL in sacks. And uh, I think that's – if you have Aaron Donald on your football team, you should never be in the bottom five of the NFL in sacks. But that's what I think about the rest of this roster especially on the D-line, just no proven guys. Lost their leading sacker, Leonard Floyd, from last year. He's not back. Questions in the secondary, questions in the back, the entire back. I don't, there's questions everywhere on the defense. Right? What, what do you actually have? You have Jordan Fuller, Ernest Jones, kind of good-looking young player, and, and Aaron Donald. That, that's it. Bottom five in sacks. Miami Dolphins. I'm predicting... Six or more sacks for Christian Wilkins. I think this is going to be a good year for Christian Wilkins rushing the passer. I don't think he's had the opportunity to really showcase himself as a pass rusher. Uh, his current career high is four and a half through four seasons. He has 11 and a half sacks. And for the volume of snaps he plays, he doesn't even have a lot of pressures. You know, his pass rush productivity scores are very, very low. I think you see a really good pass rusher this year with Vic Fangio, with a lot of talent around him, uh, I think he gets at least six sacks this year, which is pretty impressive when you consider he has 11 and a half in his first four seasons. And it's also a contract year, right? I mean, maybe the deal gets done before the season, but you get a motivated Christian Wilkins to go out there and rush the passer. I think you're going to get some big numbers. I mean, right now he's probably around a $20 million a year player, 18, 19, 20. He goes out there and has six, seven, eight sacks. Now he's in the mid twenties, right? It's going to be a good year for Wilkins. Minnesota Vikings. I am predicting less than 13 wins, which is what they had in year one under Kevin O'Connell. That's not a bold part, but I'm going to parlay this. Less than 13 wins, but with a positive point differential for the first time since 2019. They won 13 games last year and did not have a positive point differential. I think the defense is going to be better with Brian Flores taking over despite, you know, a lot of attrition with the roster. And the offense should evolve, right? Year two with Kevin O'Connell and Jordan Addison, now to complement uh, Justin Jefferson. You've got TJ Hawkinson now with kind of a full offseason with the team. Offense will be better. Defense will be better. They'll win less games, but they'll have a positive point differential. New England Patriots, I'm predicting that they finish last in the AFC East, which is a big deal because they haven't done that since 2000. Last in the AFC East for the first time since 2000. That's my prediction for the New England Patriots. All right, folks, we got another 10 teams to get to right after a very, very quick break. All right, guys, let's do it. We got 10 more teams. I got 10 more predictions. Next up is the New Orleans Saints. I predict that they are the NFC North champions by at least one game. No tiebreakers. They're the outright champions of the NFC North. And I think that's fascinating because the Saints and this NFC North, you, a lot of people think it's a wide-open division, right? 
But the further we get into this, I think to myself, Desmond Ritter, Falcons quarterback, a lot of newness that needs to come together on the defense or relying on a, on a lot of young players. I like the offensive line, but Desmond Ritter's a quarterback. Go to Carolina. There's a lot that has to come together. So much turnover. Bryce Young, going to be the rookie starter. You know, he's an outlier in so many ways. Defense, do they have en- enough pass rush outside of Brian Burns? It's a big question for me. Can the secondary stay healthy? And then you look at Tampa Bay, and it's like Kyle Trask is really pushing the envelope here as it relates to the starting job versus Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I think the Saints are the, the most talented team. They're the best in the trenches. They got the best quarterback, or at least the most proven quarterback. I'm concerned about their coaching staff, but I think they should win this division. NFC North champs by at least one game. New York Giants, I'm predicting 25 touchdown passes for Daniel Jones, which would be a career high, and it would match his total from the past two seasons combined. I think he had a 10-1 year and 15. So 25 touchdown passes the last two years. I'm predicting he gets that in 2023 alone. Uh, Year two with Brian Dable. And obviously the first year of his new contract, I think he's going to have some good production. New York Jets. I predict that the New York Jets start the 2023 season 0-2. They host the Bills on Monday Night Football to start the year. I think it's a bad matchup for them in week one with so much new on that football team. And a Bills team that you know last time they played, you know they didn't look good, 27-10 home loss against the Bengals. Rodgers week one's typically been pretty inconsistent. And then they go at Dallas in week two. I think they start 0-2. Now, I think that the, the Jets probably win 10 or 11 games despite the 0-2 start, but I predict an 0-2 start. And I'm fascinated to see what the storylines and narratives are going to be after all the hype that's existed this offseason, making them the darlings of the league. And what happens when they start 0-2 against in a, in a primetime game against the Bills on Monday Night Football, everyone's going to be watching. It's the last game of the week one. And then at Dallas, pretty big showcase games. There's going to be questions. We'll see. And Aaron Rodgers is going to tell everyone to relax, and they're going to go out and win 10 or 11 games. But 0-2 start. Philadelphia Eagles, I'm predicting three rushers with 500 or more yards. I think between Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, and Kenneth Gainwell, three of them gain at least 500 rushing yards in 2023. Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm predicting a double-digit win season. And maybe you're thinking to yourself, that's not very aggressive. Well, they have not done that in four of the last five years, including the last two. And obviously, I think think the most competitive division top to bottom is the AFC North. Double-digit wins for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Their schedule, very, very favorable. For the San Francisco 49ers, I'm predicting Christian McCaffrey to have 2,000 yards from scrimmage for just the second time in his career. So I'm predicting Christian McCaffrey to stay healthy, and I'm predicting him to produce. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan, great offensive mind and play caller and scheme guy. But uh, year two, you know, not getting traded midseason, he should hit the ground running. There should be a lot of production. There's a lot to think about when you play the 49ers because they have other great playmakers like Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey as well. I mean, come on. There's going to be a lot to deal with. I think he gets 2,000 yards. 
Seattle Seahawks, I'm predicting 10 wins. I think Seattle's probably a team that as I studied them this offseason, I became more and more comfortable with their collective talent and their ability to win football games. And they won nine last year with Geno Smith, and I think that surprised a lot of people. I think they do one better at least this year. Ten wins for the Seahawks. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm predicting a bottom five scoring offense. I just don't like this offense at all. You have Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield competing to be your starting quarterback. Rashad White is going to take over as your lead back. You have question marks all over your offensive line. A developing young tight end, Kate Otten, who I like, but Mike Evans is aging a little bit. Chris Godwin, is he, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they have enough. Conservative coach and Todd Bowles, bottom five scoring offense. I mean, they were 23rd last year with Tom Brady. If you're thinking it's going to be better because Dave Canales is the offensive coordinator, I think that's tough. I don't think he has a, I don't think he has a talent. I like their defense. Bottom five scoring offense for the Bucs. Tennessee Titans, I'm predicting that Derrick Henry is traded before the trade deadline. I think the Titans are going to have to have a, a moment of realization that they're a mediocre football team that's not positioned well to compete in the AFC. They're going to sell a little bit. And a, a team's going to look at Derrick Henry and say, adding that guy to my football team can really make a difference down the stretch. There's no other back in the league like Derrick Henry. You get this guy on your football team for the playoffs, cold weather ball, someone's going to want him. I think the Titans would be wise to reset there. Last team, Washington Commanders, and I'm amazed that I'm going to get this done in under 30 minutes. Washington Commanders, I'm predicting less than 350 points scored for a seventh consecutive season. I think they average under 20 and a half points per game. I just think the offensive line here is a major wild card. And so is their quarterback, Sam Howell. They don't have a tight end. We'll see what they have at running back. I love Dotson and McLaurin, but you need other things to be good on your offense to maximize those players. And I just have questions about everything else. I don't think they get over 350 points this year for a seventh consecutive season. All right, folks, there you have it. I did it. One bold prediction for all 32 NFL teams. I'm very excited now that I get to learn what Kyle's are. I'm very excited to hook back up with Kyle next week and compare everything and get back into our rhythm a little bit. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks for joining us this week on the podcast. As always, I kindly ask that you share, subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great weekend. We'll have uh, another show for you coming again on Monday. Keep it locked in right here on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast.